Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 818 Radio. I'm your host, Adam Wright, along with co-host Justin Tucker. So now we are on to our final week of player rankings. This week we have quarterbacks coming up right in a few minutes. And we have we have no shortage of news as well. We have a couple headlines that came out that are pretty juicy that we'll go over in just one second. But uh, so we are almost there. Op- opening day is almost upon us after mm-hmm. we do our quarterback rankings this week. And then week, the week after that, we have our team power rankings. So we'll be doing, we've been doing player rankings, counting down our top 10 going into 2021. So next week we're going to be doing uh, counting down our top 10 teams going into the 2021 season. So that'll be an interesting thing we'll do. We'll split that into fives, do the same whole, the whole spiel. And then after that, we're going to predict some, some awards. So say MVP comeback player of the year, all that stuff. Then we'll have Super Bowl predictions that week as well. And that will lead us right into preseason. And before you know it, it'll be opening day. And the NFL season will be upon us. Stay tuned. And we're almost there. But anyways, just to get down to all of the uh, recent news. So two of the big ones. Aaron Rodgers, he declined... According to Adam Adam Schefter, he declined a big contract offer that would have guaranteed he would have spent five his the next five years in Green Bay, and he would have been the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Um, after that, there's also the Rams running back Cam Akers. He tore his ACL in in training camp today. Richard Sherman also charged with domestic dispute. Um, that's been going on o- over this past week. There's some, there's a lot of different details uh, to um, that I would like I'd not, I, I'd like to not go over. Um, it's it's just very it's a very controversial thing. Uh, now uh, and now former Raiders president Mark Bedain is that is that how you put it? Ma- Mark Bedain? I, I don't follow the Raider, Raiders too close, uh, but. <laughs> He stepped down. He issued a big letter uh, issuing that he was going to step down. Uh, but anyways, the two big ones, Aaron Rodgers with, and with the Rams running back, he was going to be their lead back, Cam mm-hmm. Akers. And he was. And this is a this is a this is a Rams team that really, um, they were they really seemed primed to go all in for this season and next season for these next two seasons. Where they had they had ta- they have talent everywhere. They have they traded for the for their quarterback in Matthew Stafford. They yeah. have wide receivers in excuse me. They have wide receivers in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. And at running back they have Cam Akers, who was primed for a big season, along with Daryl Henderson, along with a great defense, and now now they're losing their top running back. But Justin, what are you? What are your thoughts on these two things that are going on here? Uh, first off, it's very unfortunate, and we hope Cam uh, Akers a very speedy recovery. I, it hurts me because I, I was looking at him for fantasy, and now uh, I don't think it, I don't think I can use him for fantasy now. So that hurts. Well, yeah, he tore his Achilles. Yeah, so he's out for the season. 
Look for Daryl Henderson to be a great fantasy option. Yeah, could be, but we hope, for very, we hope for a very speedy recovery for Cam Akers. Uh, but the thing that intrigues me the most is the Aaron Rodgers situation, so I want to steer towards that. If I had the option of being the highest paid player in the league, I probably would have taken. I probably would have taken that, but I'm not Aaron Rodgers, and there must be a huge like grievance against the Packers right now to the point where it's like it's not about the money. It's too like too hard to like make up the difference. It's, I don't think the relationship is repairable at this point after this came out. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers, see, all, with everything that's been going on over this past summer, it's hard for – it's. I, I mean, I thought from the beginning of this summer, from when all of this started, um, that Aaron Rodgers is on his way out. But mm-hmm. this kind of just – this basically confirms it. If yeah. it, it, So it either says that he wants out or he wants out if they don't – Get, they don't surround him with any weapons. I told you this off camera, Justin. If if the if Green Bay went all in on Julio Jones and traded for him, I think he would have stayed. I think he would have stayed for a little while. If they went in and a got Julio while. Jones, think about that offense for a second. All they had to give up was a second round pick, by the way, for a second and what was it? A, a fourth. Yeah. That was it. In a swap of some of late round picks they would have had julio jones Devonte adams robert tunyon alan lazard mark uh valdez scantling and they would have had aaron jones and along with that offensive line and a very serviceable defense that team would have been a threat threat they would have been sky- they would have skyrocketed into uh over to be overwhelming favorites in the to represent in the NFC and probably and probably win the Super Bowl as well. They would have they would have went over the Bucks, I think. I mean, Devontae Adams and Julio Jones, you can't you can't beat that. <laughs> Especially like just think oh my god. Well, it could have been. But any, anyways, that, that's that's something that could have been. Obviously, what's done is done, but um with what has happened, it's clearly not about money as as Adam Schefter put out. He said it clearly proves that this is not about the money. Mm-hmm. And this kind of shows that um that this is that he want he this is about this is about a talent thing that he's he doesn't like the way he's been treated by this organization and he's he's upset about the surrounding talent on this team. I completely agree with that. The lack of talent for years, he's been clamoring for a true number two receiver. I think after since Jordy and Randall Cobb left, he's been asking for it. They've been telling him no. When uh, LaFleur came in, they told him, don't you be the problem, which is a famous quote that's now being surfaced around the media. When he, when he wanted that number two receiver in 20, uh, 2020, they not only didn't pick the a receiver firm, they picked his replacement. Denzel Mims was right there, but they chose a quarterback. Not only did they choose a quarterback, they went up to get him. And they didn't even tell Aaron Rodgers they were doing that. The amount of disrespect this man has to go through to play for a team 
And the fact that he won your Super Bowl and you still treat this man this way, I don't know how he he dealt with this for so long before saying, you know what, I want to be out of here now. I don't want to stay here another season. See, I told you that that is the reason why Aaron Rodgers, the, the talent, the surrounding talent is the reason why Aaron Rodgers wants to go out, wants to leave. But I'm not going to, I'm also going to sit here and I'm not going to sit here and say that he's justified in saying, in thinking that I'm not for the he reason has that talent. He, he has talent that he's been able to work with. He's, he's drafted. Sure. The Packers haven't drafted a receiver in the first round in the entirety of Aaron Rodgers' career, but mm-hmm. that there's been other quarterbacks who have been able to succeed and have won a lot of Super Bowls without a quarter without a wide receiver being taken in the first round. Example yeah. A, Tom Brady. I keep telling you, it's the system that allowed it to happen, not necessarily the talent. The system allowed and besides he had Randy Moss as a wide receiver. They didn't need receiver when Tom for Tom Brady. How many Super Bowls did they win in that time? Zero. That's not the point. They were still contending. Even when he was gone, they still had Rob Gronkowski. So why couldn't they have just why couldn't Green Bay have just done that? You have to be extremely lucky to get a Rob Gronkowski. You know that, right? To, I mean, to, dra- to trade for a wide receiver. I wondered the same thing. I really do wonder the same thing. They could have traded for another Which, wide receiver. Justin, they've had, they had Devontae Adams in the past yep. few years, who's been one of the best receivers in the game ever since Jordy Nelson fell off. And right before that, Jordy Nelson was great. And yep. the... Both of those guys in the, over the entirety of his careers have been have been present. And he's also had Randall Cobb. He's also had James Jones. He's also yeah. had he's also had Alan Lazard. He's also had Robert Tunyon. He's had players that he could that he could work with. And I, I get it. Maybe it's a little under maybe he has a little bit of a shortage of talent, but it's not that much so that he he'd only win one Super Bowl in his entire career with Green Bay. That's, this is not enough to justify that. But shouldn't you, as the franchise leader, should have some say in who you in who should be picked? Now, I'm not going to sit here and talk about talent because he's had talent. I'm not going to say how much talent he's had. But the past few seasons, you can't tell me their number two wide receiver has been anything comparable to what he's used to. You just can't tell me that. What is you? Well, what is he used to? Uh, his number two, depending on who you're asking, could have been either Jordy Nelson or Devontae Adams or Randall Cobb, depending on season. I think it was. Uh, Jordy Nelson was the number one, like the entire his until during Jordy Nelson's entire career. I think the only no. year when he fell off was that was his final was. His last year as a Green Bay Packer, when he was working with what's what's that other guy's name? What is it? Deshaun Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun. Was that Deshaun Deshaun Kaiser? That, no, that's it, what that's he was what, working with. Brett Huntley. Oh yeah, Brett Huntley. I get. I guess those two mixed up. De, Kaiser was on the Browns that year. Yeah. Both of them were terrible. <laughs> um, anyways, those are two play. 
those are two players that were very. I understand. I, mean, I understand what you're saying. My issue is he's saying now. I think he's been asking for the front office. Can I please have a number two receiver? I don't care how you get it, but can I please get one? Not only haven't they got it to him, they've been steadfast in refusing to give it to him. And I don't understand why. If you guys want to win a Super Bowl and you have an all-world talent like Aaron Rodgers, shouldn't his, like, opinion mean something? I think if Aaron Rodgers asked any one of us, hey, can I please get a receiver? I think we will. I think we were like, you know what? After looking at the offense, I can see why he would feel that way. I think we would all see that and at least make an attempt at it. I mean, a number two isn't too much. I just, I just think we're we're undervaluing the t- the number twos that he has had in the past. We're talking now. We're not talking in the past. We're talking now. Well, now they have Alan Lazard. Is that any way comparable to what he's had in the past? Who's what he he has had in the past? I'm just I'm I'm confused because Devonte Adams is a number one guy. He's the number one guy now. And then before so that, it was. Two. He, he he was a number right, but he was really a number one guy. He wasn't just a number two guy. I think we're just spoiled by Devonte Adams, by Devonte Adams back when he back in his early days when it was when he was like honestly he could have been an he was he might you can make a case Devonte Adams during his early years that he was more of a number three guy that he was even behind Randall Cobb at the time, which is fine. When I, I guess I guess I'm playing into your point that it is he's had that it's not comparable to what he's had in the past. But yeah. what but what my point is what he had in the past was number ones. He had two number ones. Where's his number just, one now? His number one now? Well one's Devontae Adams. And you're Dwayne. telling me Alan Lazard is his other number one. I think he's you, a number two. You see my problem. I think Not that he's he has had a lot of talent one. and that he's just he's just spoiled by the past. I think you can afford nowadays in the passing system we have now, where you could have like two number ones. Tom Brady has two number ones. Patrick Mahomes has two number ones. Ryan Tannehill has two number ones. Aaron Rodgers has a number one, and he has a number two, who I really believe is a number three. Back so let's compare but Tom Brady's Tom Brady's on the older side. He's not nearly what he was when he was Rogers' age. You, we don't compare. We can't compare Rogers to Brady now, in terms of like because there there are two different stages of their career. Tom Brady's at the twilight of his career. He's he wants to just squeak out whatever football he can. Aaron Rodgers, we're expecting him to be in his prime form right now in the next couple of years. And uh, Aaron Rodgers. You don't think so? He's. I don't. I think people were expecting him to be on the downside, especially after his 2019 season. He didn't play his best. Now I think they took Jordan Love, thinking he's going to be on the downhill, going this way, going down. But after his 2020 campaign, they were like, we might have made a mistake. It's well, that's what that's what they said about Tom Brady at this stage, and then he wound up being an MVP candidate for the next couple of years. But yeah, and Aaron Rodgers is an MVP. When when Tom Brady was Aaron Rodgers' age, Aaron, Tom Brady won his fourth Super Bowl. And he did not have – he didn't even have one number one wide receiver. 
Julian Edelman was not a, was has never been a real number one receiver. Uh, absolutely not Danny Danny Amendola. Brandon LaFell wasn't. So we're just going to avoid Rob Gronkowski like he didn't exist. Oh, uh, he wasn't a number. He wasn't a wide receiver. He was the first option. Yeah, he was the first option. But that's he, but what they, a number that's one, one is. That's one that's number the one. one. The number one is the go-to guy in the offense. Okay, and then past that, who did they have? They didn't have. They didn't have that. They have a. They have virtually the same as what they had, uh, as what Aaron Rodgers has. In fact, and maybe. I keep, and I keep telling you, I don't necessarily look at Brady and say talent around him. I see system. That's what I keep telling you about Brady. It's not necessarily the talent he has around him, even though he's had talent. It's the system that always it seems to work with him. And he's sy- able to able to go. The system has always been surround you have Brady. As long as you have Brady, you can surround him with any decent talent and he will elevate he will elevate that offense and, and make and do more Harry. with less. Tom Brady is the cent- centerpiece of that offense. He is the system. And that that's proven in twenty twenty when Cam when they couldn't even they couldn't they couldn't even make it to 500 with Cam Newton at quarterback. I'm not saying he wasn't a part of the system. What I'm saying is if you look at the offense and what Brady's skill set was, Bill Belichick created players around him that suited Brady's skill set, and that was the offense. But Tom Brady bought into that. Would Aaron Rodgers buy into a system? I think, I think if you asked him to, yes. I don't think he's had that luxury in Green Bay. Or maybe he's just not listening. Why would he? Why would they listen to him now? Why would he listen to him now? Well, he, uh, he's not going to listen to him now. But oh, I mean, I'm talking in years past. He wouldn't even why? listen to. He wouldn't listen to Mike McCarthy's play calls. Why would and, I? Why would I listen to Mike McCarthy? You see what he's doing in Dallas. Come on now. Don't don't do me like that. No. When <laughs> Dak Prescott was quarterback, things were going pretty well. I'm not trying to say Mike McCarthy's a good coach. They were zero three. But things would work a lot better if you don't ignore your head coach. That causes that causes all new problems. Even Mike McCartney said he at points where it was a problem. It wasn't always it wasn't all on him. I think Aaron Rodgers might take some blame, but at the same time, even the coach was like, All right, there was some things I could have done better. All right. We we could go on about this all we could go on about this all night. We feel very strongly yeah. about this guy, but all of this dysfunction that is going on between Aaron Rodgers and uh, Green and his team Green Bay. Just a little bit of a sneak peek. This will affect my quarterback rankings a little bit. So, just a bit of a not really. What do you mean? It doesn't affect mine. I still think no matter the system, it, I think he's fine. Well, it it affects mine a little bit. Anyways, we're going to. You ready for some yeah. quarterback rankings? Let's do this. These are some of the more popular rankings that any NFL fan likes to do. I haven't, I've always been doing top five and top 10 in like a lot of all time rankings, but I've never sat down and said and asked myself, who are the top 10 quarterbacks going into the, like right now? So this is going to be, this is going to be a fun thing to do. Um, I've been waiting for this ever since we've started I've been looking forward for this ever since we started doing yeah. doing rankings. 
So this is going to be fun. All right. You ready? You ready? You ready? All right. Let's do this. All right. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. Okay, let's get started. We have our top 10 quarterbacks. We split it into fives, as always. So we're going to do 10 through 6, the t- uh, 10 through 6 top quarterbacks going into the 2021 NFL season. Without further ado, let's get started. Justin, why don't you give me your number 10 quarterback? All right, so my number 10 guy was Tom Brady going into this. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, Run that back. I kid, I'm kidding. He's not number 10. I will give you that. He's not number 10. Well, I just wanted to see your face. Uh, my number 10 guy is Dak Prescott. All right. That's actually my top. That's actually my number 10 guy. I was, I was, oh, I really wanted to put Kirk Cousins in at 10, but I was like, I can't disrespect Dak like that. Kirk Cousins can't even make an honorable mention if we had the honorable mentions. I was going to say Kirk Cousins as an honorable mention, but then we went on on the tirade about Aaron Rodgers. So I was like, no, I'm not going to die on a Kirk Cousins hill today. But Dak Prescott out last season, he was doing well up until the injury. So I think he's still going to like he's doing the feeling out process on his leg now. I think Hard Knocks will tell us whether or not he'll be able to be the the franchise, the Dallas Cow, the franchise quarterback, the Dallas Cowboys want him to be. I think Ezekiel Elliott will help him be that guy again, hopefully. But there's still a lot of question marks surrounding the team, even though he does have a fire receiver receiving core. I mean, what what a what a trio like that. I mean, he'll put up some numbers, but I'm not sure that will that result in wins. And I think that's the reason why I have him ten. With, with him coming off of injuries and the team success, I think that I think that's going to play a, a role in him being 10th on this list. See, Dak Prescott is a quarterback who is so underrated this, in this league. Like, he's been called overrated so much that he's now underrated. And he's a player who was putting up unbelievable numbers in the first four games of, the, of this past season. And honestly, even in years past, before then, he was still pretty good as well. And he's um, he's coming back from an ankle injury. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but Dak, Pres- Dak Prescott, the same offense, basically. Mm-hmm. A healthier offensive line. Things should go smoothly for this offense, for Dak Prescott, if his ankle is still all right and with this defense if this defense is still horrendous then he's going to be forced to throw the ball a lot more meaning yeah. he's going to be able to pad his stats a lot more so he could have a he could have himself a very good season if he is if he's back to his old self yeah for fantasy i'm not sure that'll be good for playoffs <laughs> well, there's only so much you can do when your defense can't do anything but he'll, he'll be able to pad his stats plenty so but they got they got a linebacker in Micah Parsons. I think they'll try to recover from last year. I think they're going in the step in the right direction. They Hopefully. might be better, but they might I mean, be better, but it'll it's still you can't be much worse than what they were last year. You can't be much worse than what they were last year. I'm not saying they'll be worse. I think it'll be better. I just think yeah. it it won't be that much better so that it turns them into a playoff team. True. But if they can, if they can do that, then that'd be that's a they're a playoff team. 
hundred percent. Maybe a super, maybe a Super Bowl contender, possibly. If their offense, let's say, let, let me put it this way: if that, if that Dallas team's offense or if their defense is as good as their offense is, then they're a Super Bowl team. Listen, I don't care how good that offense is. If my, if that offense is putting up like thirty. That defense is giving up 35. I don't know. I don't trust that defense right now. I'm saying if that defense plays like that, I'm not saying they will. Then they would be anyway, lights out. We're, get, we're getting off topic. Give me your number nine guy. My number nine guy is, and it pains me to say it, Baker Mayfield. Mm. He made your top ten? Yeah, he made my top ten. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it when I saw it, but I was like, I don't want to give Cam the satisfaction of Baker making it on my list because he's not better than Lamar. But at the same time, I like the progressions he was making last season. He led the Browns to the playoffs, and he won a playoff game. Now, granted, it was against the choking Pittsburgh Steelers, but they won a playoff game, so I respect them. First time they've done that in 25 years or something around that time. Yeah, 25 years. So congrats to And Baker Mayfield was a big reason for that. In the second half of the season, he performed much better than he did in the first half of the season, and he was able to pull it off to lead them to an 11-5 and record and a place in the divisional round. So, yeah, I think he'll continue to make steps, and with Odell Beckham coming back to that offense, I think he'll put up better numbers and help that team to a hopefully better record, maybe like a 12-5, and 13-4. God, I hate the, I hate, I hate the records. <laughs> I, I hate the new records. Cameron Alden, the the Baker Mayfield fan, didn't even know those exist existed. Who was on our show? He would he'll love the fact that you have him in our top ten. That yeah. bomb's not sniffing my top ten. Just saying, <laughs> he's not sniffing it. He barely makes top fifteen. Anyway, no, my number I, nine. My number nine is Matthew Stafford. I'm not doing that. I, Too low. He, he didn't make my list. You didn't make your list? Hell no. Matthew Stafford, going into the 2021 season. He, Don't care. He, he put up decent numbers when That's he tough. was playing for De- <laughs> when he was playing for Detroit. And now he's put now he inherits this offense where that puppet, that system quarterback, Jared Goff, was able to put up numbers, was actually to be able to be decent. Matthew Stafford's play is going to elevate, and he's Not going to become an extremely good quarterback this year. I, I certainly hope so. I, I certainly hope so. I hope he becomes an MVP candidate. He's going to put up numbers at the very if they they whether or not they could that he could take that team to more wins that remains to be seen. I'm sure he can. Mm-hmm. However, it's not to it's not, I don't think you can dispute that he will put up better numbers than Jared Goff did with L.A., and he will put it, put up better numbers than he did when he was in his days with Detroit. He has a better offense. He's going to elevate quarter, uh, wide receivers such as Robert Woods and Cooper, Cooper Cup. He's working yeah. behind a better offensive line. He has a better run game that made mm. – I mean, we'll, we'll see how it's it – arguable I now. I mean, Daryl Henderson will be able to hold down the, the fort. Cam Akers was a huge loss. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but and they they could make a trade. They could sign some veterans, but I think they're at as big of a loss Cam Akers as Cam Akers was. It'll be all right. 
Anyways, Matthew Stafford, he's going to be he's going to have a career year. You talk about Washington. Baker not making my top ten. I didn't even think about Matthew Stafford. I, you didn't. I'm I'm just that low on him right now. You put Baker Mayfield in and not yes, Matthew I Stafford. I mean, Baker has more wins in the playoffs than Matthew Stafford, so there and there goes that. So. Well. He hasn't done much in Detroit. First team. I don't. I'm getting off topic. I'm I'm being. I know I'm being too harsh on Matthew Stafford, but I'm way not, too I'm, harsh. He's a top ten quarterback next year. You you would hope, but my number eight guy is Justin Herbert. Justin Her I have I have Justin Herbert at eight as well. Uh, the reason I have him at number eight is because he came off a very good rookie season, and you're questioning whether or not he'll hit that wall as a sophomore and have that slump that most or some rookies go through. And I don't think he will, mainly because he has a new offensive line and he got a new left tackle in Rashawn Slater. So I think that'll help him out tremendously on the left side to protect his blind side. And so I think he'll be far better. Well, that's wrong. I think he'll be much better than he was last year. And I think he'll have a 4,000-yard season with the wide receiving core he has now. I completely agree with you in every way with Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert had one of the best rookie years of a quarterback ever. Not only that, but... He's also he also has the roster and he's going into his second year. All of this are all of these are ingredients for him to have a great sophomore season. Um, this team they they fixed the they worked on the offensive line this offseason. They have a defense that can be serviceable for him and just all of the all the stars are aligned for Justin Herbert to have a great year this year. I have Herbert at number 8 as well. Yep. But give uh, me your number seven guy. My number seven guy is Deshaun Watson. Mine too. <laughs> we agree on everything and it's scaring me. It don't worry. We'll disagree. I, kn- I know we will. It's coming. It, it's coming. But Deshaun Watson, the reason he's here is because I, I don't know his situation. Like it, it's scary. How I don't know. Like, I'm not even sure if he'll play in 2021. That's like the situation it is right now. I'm not even sure if he's off the NFL exempt list. So I'm not sure if he's going to play. And even if he does play, who knows how with the dysfunction with this organization between him and the organization and the amount of talent, I don't even know how well he's going to play. He lost his number one guy in Will Fuller. And yes, they still have Brandon Cooks and Kiki Cootie. Or Kiki Cutie? Cutie. Kiki Cutie. It's a weird name. Um, anyways, he has he has some pieces, but I just don't know how that team can play. And I don't know how well he – he can only do so much on such a depleted roster. I mean, really, you talk about a roster – you talk about a team, a Texans team that was, on, that was up and coming. They were earlier in this in the the 2010s. They were making the playoffs every now and then with a without a quarterback, but they had the roster. And now they have the quarterback, and they're losing their roster. And mm-hmm. that quarterback hates this team. He wants he wants out. And yeah, not only that, but with all the all the assault allegations he's going through, they can't even trade him. Yep. So it's yep. just absolutely. I see with him. This whole it's such a crapshoot. Everything that's going on over there but Deshaun Watson 
it's just such an unfortunate situation down there. You really, there's no sure things, and even if he does play, he may not be what be good. But yeah, he makes number seven just because of my respect for him and the way he plays. Yeah, I respect it. It's just this situation is just so bad. I can't put him anywhere else with him. I don't see him having any success in the 2021 season, on or off the field at this point in time, and that's a shame. Give me your number six now. My number six guy is Russell Wilson. Okay. he's Russell Wilson's a little higher for me, but yeah, keep going. But I have a feeling I know who you would just put in put ahead of Russell Wilson. Of course, of course, I don't like it's him. obvious who I put there, but okay. I will we'll we'll elaborate on that further, but I, I don't I don't like this. All right. One bit. Russell Wilson is my is my number six quarterback. The reason is He's been around the league a while, and he's been he's had successful seasons where he's won more games than not, and he's made the playoffs. What is it now? He came in the league in 2012. I think eight, seven. I don't think he's he's missed the playoffs in one season. Yeah, he's only missed it once, so that's how you know he's a winning quarterback or a winning caliber quarterback. He's always healthy. He's always durable, and that says a lot considering his play style. He's always done the most with what he has. I know we argued about Aaron Rodgers and the type of help he's had around his uh, career, but with Russell Wilson, no matter who he has, he always seems to put up numbers regardless of the situation. And I just believe that's a tantamount to his credit. And he's a Super Bowl champion. I'll never forgive him for throwing the ball at the one, but I, I guess we'll just look past that. But Overall, he's had a very successful career, and I don't see it going anywhere else. Plus, he has DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and a cast of other good wide receivers. I think they'll make the playoffs again next year, basically off of him. So my number six is Lamar Jackson, and you put put this guy above Russell Wilson. That's not the only guy I put him above, but we'll get there. Lamar Jackson, now the reason why I have him at number six and not seven is because Deshaun Watson, that whole situation in Houston is so bad that I just can't, I can't put Lamar Jackson below that player. Mm -hmm. Deshaun, without all this stuff going on, I might have Deshaun Watson at three or four. All time. Going into next year. But Lamar Jackson, uh, as much as I really don't like run first, those dual threat quarterbacks, you can be a dual threat quarterback. But if you if your main strength is your run is your legs, then I don't think that's something that's sustainable. Number one, and I'm not sure if that's something you can win with. However, if there's a quarterback who can do it, if there there's a quarterback who can do it, um. So the, as well as it can be done, it's Lamar Jackson. Yep. He he is the he can he's shifty. He's a capable passer, and he's fast. Well, and we'll get to Lamar in a minute with me. This guy and this guy, he deserved every bit of that MVP trophy that he that he earned to win league MVP and. Mm-hmm. He's. I just don't see him slowing down in the next couple of years. I don't think his 
career will be as long as the traditional pocket passer quarterback, but he'll have a nice career in the years that he will play. But I think his play is going to eventually in in uh, towards the tail end of his career is going to deteriorate because of his legs. His legs will go away. That's what, that's what's going to go first. And then from then on, he's going to. I mean, he, I don't. I just don't think he's good enough of a passer. Where that if he's if his legs go, then he'll be able to be successful in this league. I just think. But while he's still in his prime, he still does make my top ten. Lamar Jackson. This guy's a baller. Sorry. There, I said it. Of course, we already knew he was a baller. All right. Anyways, um, this is this is we have a storm brewing going for our top five quarterbacks, and this is gonna be there's gonna be a little bit of bloodshed. Right. You hear that, Justin? I hear it. Let's let's get into it. All right. Let's start our top five quarterbacks. We'll be right back with our top five. The quarterback, as as they people say, they run the show. It is a quarterback-driven league, and we've been doing all of these player rankings for all of these different positions. There's not much that is more important, that is more crucial than the top five quarterbacks going into the NFL season. Mm-hmm. And these are top five quarterbacks who are franchise guys who can who can turn who can single-handedly turn a franchise from a bad franchise to a competitive one and can turn a very a, a good franchise to a, a Super Bowl contender. These are all quarterbacks who are very capable of doing that. But without further ado, that will be, ba- that will be next. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. Let's get into it. It is time for the top five quarterbacks going into the 2021 NFL season we have been waiting for weeks for this to come for this one moment where we count down our top five quarterbacks the quarter the player who runs the show in the NFL we have our top five quarterbacks let's start with number five Justin give me number five my number five guy is Josh Allen Okay. I don't like the way you said that, but okay. I think he might be a little bit higher on your list, but Josh Allen had a phenomenal year last year. I think he'll continue that success into 2021. I think he had a big major upgrade at receiver when they got, you know, Stephon Diggs, but, you know, it still was a tremendous upgrade for him, and I think he took steps to become the franchise quarterback we own everybody had envisioned him to be when they took him with the seventh overall pick. I think he is the true franchise guy now, and I think he'll be that way for years to come. And maybe the Super Bowl winner they all hope him to be. I'm not going to comment on that. My number five was Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson, he's a, Russell Wilson is a quarterback who ever since he's come into the league and started for the Seattle Seahawks, that team has been nothing short of competitive. They've been winning games on the sh- on his shoulders. He put that he puts that team on his back. He competes. I can't I can't tell I can't tell you how many years where the team was a little shorthanded on offense, but he's been a- he was able to elevate that whole roster. Remember that? Do you remember that 2018 team? That 2018 yeah. team that had 
had Tyler Lockett as their number one guy, who kind of just came out of nowhere as a number one receiver. That yep. defense, which was still a decent defense, wasn't the Legion of Boom, but it was a decent defense. They yep. didn't have much past that. And they didn't have – they had Chris Carson as their top running back, who was yep. a decent running back. But, you know, the, the whole surrounding roster was not good enough for them to be a 11-5 and franchise team. Yep. It's, it was Russell Wilson who elevated that team. Now, I'm pretty sure they were outed in the first round. To Dallas. He's, to <laughs> Dallas. But he's what got them there. And Russell Wilson, is he, he's a competitor. And as long as he is a quarterback of that team, that team will not be will, – that team won't sniff the seller of the NFC West. Okay. I, I can agree with that. I believe he is – one of the main reasons why they've been successful for all these years. I do agree with that. Give me yeah. number four. My number four is Lamar Jackson. Just to make sure. Yep. He's number four. Okay. Why are you starting? Yes. I, I just want to hear your justification on it. Lamar Jackson is the main reason why we're the mo- well, we're so successful in bar none. The offense is statistically made around him. When he's in the game, we do phenomenal. When he's not in the game, we do horrendously. The example, against the Steelers, we were horrendous on offense, and we almost won that game. If Lamar Jackson was in that game, we would have won that game hands down, no problem. Because with Lamar Jackson, we were we could have been able to do a lot more than what we had on the field at the time. But I'm not going to get into that. He still hasn't, in the regular season, he still hasn't lost, like, double-digit games. I think he's on, like, 30-7. and seven which is phenomenal. And if you want to count playoff losses, 30 and 10, but that's no problem. He finally got that wrench off his back saying Lamar Jackson can't win playoff games, which he did. I'm happy as hell that he did, and I'm happy as hell the way that he did it. Scoring his way through in the Tennessee. division round. Hmm? Still can't get it past the divisional round. Scoring that's three tough. points in that game. That's tough. I mean, it's tough. he technically put up nine, but we're not going to get into that. Well, he threw a pick six. Listen, he put up nine. It's just we can kick kick field goals for some reason, which hurts. Are we counting pick sixes for the other team? Because he didn't score those points. That's not that doesn't count as a touchdown pass. Just saying. I know it doesn't. Again, I want him as my quarterback because I know he can pass the ball. People forget how good he was in his 2019 season. If you actually look at his numbers through the first four weeks. He was actually pretty darn good passing the ball. He was on pace for like 4,300 yards passing, which would would have been amazing, but that's not the way he did it. I think the offense just changed like halfway through the season. That's why you see Lamar Jackson the way he is, which I hope Greg Roman can forcefully unchange, please. I like the beginning of 2019 Lamar. But at the same time, I believe Lamar Jackson will take steps in the right direction to be a much better passer. He's always looking to improve himself. He's a phenomenal runner. I mean, he has back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, and I think he'll continue to progress. I think Scott's the limit for Lamar, and I think he will become a top-three quarterback in the league next year. So my number four was Josh Allen. Yeah. And Josh Allen, he is, you talk about a quarterback who throughout his career has just gotten better and better and better just look at his statistics it's just beautiful 
It's everything that you would want in your franchise quarterback who you draft. He's gotten, and I really love what Buffalo has been doing in in those years of his development. They bring it in his first couple of years. They babied him a little bit. They didn't have him throw too much, and then the year the year after that, they brought in John Brown and Cole Beasley so that they could so that he could throw it a little bit more. And the team went ten and six. They made the playoffs. Then the year after that, they trade for Stephon Diggs. And from then on, he just – his play just went through the roof. And now they replace John Brown with Emmanuel Sanders. And their run – their rushing game, I, I hope their rushing game improves. If they're able to do that, then Josh Allen should be on track to get even better. And if not, even if he stays the same, he's still a top four, top three quarterback next year. And I have Josh. I I fully stand by putting Josh Allen at number four going into the 2021 season. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I I just think there's just difference on where we rank other players, but I, there's no problem with that. We had Russell Wilson and Josh Allen the same way. It's just where we rank Lamar is different. We just have a, a little flip. I mean, you have Russell Wilson at number six. Yes, I do. That's a little low. No. I think that's I, – I just think you undervalue how talented the quarterback position is. I I value quarterbacks who can throw the ball, not just yeah, rush all the time. He's a capable passer. He's a solid passer. But Much once his legs go away, then what's that going? What's what's he going to do? Pass the ball. He's very capable as a thrower. I think he's just you guys underrate him. He's he's capable, not elite. I've seen him throw a ball between four defenders and make a completion. It's not capable. He's very good at it. He just doesn't have the opportunities. Well, Russell time will tell. DK Metcalf. Time will Josh tell. Allen has Stephon Diggs. Give Lamar Jackson that number one, which I hope is Rashad Bateman. Please, Rashad, come through. But until then, it remains to be seen what Lamar Jackson looks like with a true number one. We'll see. Well, that remains to be seen. Anyways, give me your number three. You ready for this? Yep. It's Tom Brady. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. Okay. At least you you at least you have him top three. You put your bias. I appreciate the fact that you put your bias aside, and was not just a complete Ravens fan about it and said, "Well, Lamar Jackson's better than Tom Brady." Oh, best believe if I had my way, he wouldn't be on the list. But Big I trust. I, whoa, whoa. I'd put my bias out of the way because Tom Brady is a phenomenal quarterback, and he won the Super Bowl last year and led that team, even though he couldn't make the Pro Bowl. But that's neither here nor there. You got beat up by a midget, but <laughs> Tom Brady deserved that Pro Bowl award. You know it. He, he threw forty touchdowns and thirteen interceptions. Yeah, for 40, 40 to twelve, and if if you count postseason, fifteen, fifty to fifteen, he threw ten touchdown passes. Threw as many touchdown passes in the postseason as Cam Newton did in a, an entire NFL season. Yeah. With one arm, but congratulations to Tom Brady and winning the Super Bowl. He also visited the president today. Uh, I saw that. 
he made a little joke about missing about miscounting the downs he goes they call me sleepy tom i wonder why and then joe biden chuckled a little bit it was pretty funny nice funny moment nice job tom i do like tom more than i did in than i did in new england but i just don't like new england he's pretty he's pretty funny in new england and uh in tampa he's he's opened up a lot but i'm happy for tom but unfortunately he's just not better than the other two that's why i have him number three i think he has a lot more help, but I think he's making the help better in a way. That's why I haven't subtracted anything from him. He's doing it at reason. age 43 as well. Yeah, that's why. Anyways, my number three is Aaron Rodgers. Of course. And you. the reason yeah. I have the reason I have Aaron Rodgers at, at number three and not number two is because of is not because of any bias. It's because of the nice. maybe a little bit, not because of any bias, but because of the dysfunction that is going on between Aaron Rodgers and this organization. If he, if Aaron Rodgers decides to play, I think he will. However, I don't think he's going to. He's bound to have a le a a less productive season this year than he did last year, and much less. I'm not I'm not just saying that because well of course he of course he's going to it's going to go down because he had a career year. Yes, that was a career year for him. But now there's now he wants out of out of that team. He is open he's openly pissed at the franchise mm-hmm. for not surrounding for he says he hasn't they haven't surrounded him with enough talent and even Devontae Adams has said he might want out of that team if, if want away from that team if Aaron Rodgers goes. So this yeah. is really I just think with all of this drama going on, he's this team is going to regress. They may still be a playoff team. Aaron Rodgers may still be a great quarterback as he always is every year, but he just won't be as good. He won't be nearly as good as he was. And I think the two guys in front of him are going to have better years. I just think that the momentum is on both of these quarter, these next quarterback sides to really flourish next year. Okay. You, you keep thinking that, that Tom Brady is better than Aaron Rodgers right now. I'll just let it, I'll just let it slide, but okay. You can keep thinking that. Give, give, just give me we know who two. my number two is Aaron. Give me your goddamn number two. We know who he is. Aaron Rodgers, the MVP of the league. You know what time it is when, when he comes around, when he shows up, that man is ridiculous. The king of Hail Marys. When he's on the field, you believe a miracle could happen. That's how good this guy is. This guy can place the ball anywhere you want it, him to. This guy carried his team on his back in 2016 to an NFC championship appearance when they had no business doing that. You want to know why? Aaron Rodgers. You think they had that team had no business being in the NFC Championship? He carried that team there, whether they wanted to be there or not. Who would they have lost to? What do you mean? They lost to the Falcons. Oh, you mean you mean that roster? Uh, yeah. I still the- they wouldn't have lost to anybody else, and they had Devonte Adams. They had Jordy Nelson. We they, they had- could have lost to anybody else. They ran the table. They won six straight. 
and then won two playoff games on top of that. That's how you knew they were legit. And still couldn't get past Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was MVP, Matt Ryan. Stop that. And Julio Jones, and Taylor Gabriel, and Muhammad Sanu, and Devontae Freeman. That team was – why did they have to choke like that? Oh, my God. Kyle Shanahan was at his brilliance that year, and he choked. That's what yeah. Kyle Shanahan does. He chokes. He's a glizzy gulper. That's what he is. He choked. That's all Shanahan does during the postseason. And he still couldn't lose to – he still couldn't lose to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers still couldn't beat him. Anyways, my, Tom Brady is at, as number two going into the 2021 NFL season because – Tom Brady has all the momentum on his side going into this season. As long as he is his old, he continues to stay this at prime in prime condition. He's old. We're taking it Damn year by year. Old. What's that? Damn straight, he's old. I'm surprised he's not walking on the field with a cane. He played the entire he, he played the entire season with a fully torn MCL, prime and he's still. He still threw for 40 touchdown passes to just 12 interceptions, a 102 passer rating. Cry me a river. took his team to a Super Bowl and won Super Bowl MVP. The yeah. only thing he had to do was make a Pro Bowl or an All-Pro or and win league MVP. He did none of those things you just mentioned. He won a Super Bowl. He didn't. He, won Super Bowl he, didn't, he, didn't, he wasn't he first 40, in all pro, he and he didn't win. He didn't make the Pro Bowl. He was robbed by that midget Kyler Murray. That tiny <laughs> man, you man you couldn't even get a team to had. You lost that man that can't, on, can't get on the rides at six plays. That's tough. This guy, this guy has DeAndre Hopkins, and he can't even elevate his team to the postseason. What a bum. I mean, I'm sure Kyler, Kyler Murray is a lot better than what I'm giving, giving credit, I credit for. But his season was not better than Tom Brady's. Give me a break. Apparently. Tom Brady deserved that Pro Bowl, and you know it. Tom Brady probably just declined it, and they probably just said, know what, let's just give it to Kyler and make him feel good. He probably would have declined it because he always visits the Super Bowl and during the, during those years. During those uh, stop that. Stop and that. The, and on top of all of this, there the momentum going into this season is all on his side. He could have – he's going to his – M, his MCL is going to be healed, and he's going to play – he's most likely, if everything is all – if everything is right, he's going to be – he's going to play even better than that. And he could be a legitimate MVP candidate next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, I, I on top of that, Aaron Rodgers is with the dysfunctional Green Bay Bears right now. And it's not just dysfunction on the, within the organization. It's dysfunction between him and the organization. That team has become divided, mm-hmm. and a team cannot, a team can't play that play well, doing that, and he's he's bound to regress this season, and Tom Brady's bound to get better, and that's why I have Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers. I, otherwise, I would have had Aaron Rod, Aaron Rodgers over him. Honestly, I I was going to do that, but then all of this stuff came up, and I'm saying, it's got to be Tom Brady. It doesn't have to be. You want it to be, but that's besides the point. Let's just get to our number one because I think we're in agreement with it. Patrick Mahomes. Kermit the Frog. Basically. Yeah. I, I, it's Patrick Mahomes, but when I wrote it down, it said Kermit the Frog. I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep that. That's you have it. that as autocorrect on your phone? 
No, I, I, I was like, I'm not writing Patrick Mahomes. He sounds like Kermit the Frog. That's what I'm writing. That's that player is so unbelievably talented. Not even my bias for Tom Brady can even yeah. get him about can even supplant him as number one. Yeah, he's, he's a freaking. sure he's a sure thing pick to be the number one guy. And that was an obvious. He may not end up being the number one guy, but he's a safe bet, isn't he? Yep. It could be. It could be Aaron Rodgers again. It could be Josh Allen. Could elevate his game. Could be Russell Wilson. Tom Brady. Could be any of these guys. But could be any of these guys. But Patrick Mahomes is a, top, a surefire pick. He is the to be bar. a top, at least top three. Yes. At least, most likely top two. He's always up there, and he's going to remain up there. He's just too talented, bro. I understand that they were incomplete passes, but some of the throws he were making, like he was sideways and he made a throw that was almost a touchdown, and it went through his receiver's hands, bro. They got. He should not have gotten as close as he did. One of his plays, one of his incompletions in the Super Bowl, was on the NFL's top 100 plays. It shouldn't have made the play. I don't understand that why diving throw when yeah. he when he was rushing running around. He tripped. And then he threw it vertically, literally sidearm, and he still hits Tyreek Hill in the chest, and he, and he drops. I'm not sure if that was Tyreek. Oh my that. I think it was Tyreek Hill, but that, that was ridiculous. Such an incredible. I. I was wow. like, uh, yo, he is trying his damnedest. He's just not going to get it this year. But he's number one, and he deserves it. And I think he's going to come back with a vengeance after what happened last year. And I think Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey are going to come back even stronger, too. So watch out opposing defenses. They're pissed off now. I mean, uh, there's something about teams who lose the Super Bowl where they're just not the same the year after. I know things seem all right for the Chiefs this year. I know everything seems like they have all their ducks in a row, but I'm just I'm just not ready to have that team as there's been so few teams. There's only been how many teams? What? Three teams who have won the Super Bowl after losing it. And only one recently. The other ones were like 40 years ago, 40, 50 years ago. Your Patriots just so happen to be one of those teams. Huh? Yes, and that team is in rare air. They've done a million things where that nobody yeah, else you deserved that Super Bowl. Who did? You guys did not deserve that Super Bowl. They certainly did. No, no. Brady was horrendous that game. Which game? What is it? Fifty-three. It was a it was a defensive battle. That's the way it works. I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened to the Rams. They just it just no. It turned into a defensive battle. Two defenses. You're telling me Tom Brady should have been stopped like that. 13 points is the most you can put up if you're Tom Brady. I mean, I know he's used to putting up like 14, a, 17 points in the Super Bowl, but 13 points is low. It was a great It was a great defense he ran into, and he, he just didn't have – I'm not going to sit here and try and say that he had a great game. He didn't. He didn't have a good game, but – I, what I liked about it is that he didn't let it. He didn't get down on himself. And at the, and he, this is what this is this is what separates good from great is on down days that you're able to scrape yourself together and make plays when it matters. And Tom Brady, when it mattered, made plays when it when he needed to the most. 
He made yeah. that throw to to Rob Gronkowski to set the them up for the game's only touchdown between both between both teams. That is what sticks out to me for Tom Brady. And yeah. then you also have the game right before that where he's where he's putting up great statistics. Yeah, but he fumbled the game. We're, 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 he fumbled the game away, but we're not getting into that. We're talking that that's the year before you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You said you said the year before where you was putting out great statistics. I, I said like, the week before. Oh, the week before. And well, a, a couple weeks before, and the year before he won league MVP and would have won Super Bowl MVP if if it wasn't for that meddling fumble. I get if it. If it weren't for that meddling Bill Belichick benching benching Malcolm Butler or, or Jonathan know. Jones getting hurt that secondary was depleted or Brady coughing up the fumble but you know well Nick Foles turned the ball over too that's tough that's tough wasn't the Eagles <laughs> oh boy well, we're anyway, Patrick Mahomes is our number one guy Patrick Mahomes is number one he deserves every bit of that yes he does Incredible player. Maybe not all time, but well, he will be a great an all time great, but I don't but remains to be seen whether he can make it as the 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 best quarterback. Um that's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard to beat Tom Brady's numbers, especially since he's still going. And he's forty four. And he's gonna pass Drew Brees. He's going to pass Drew Brees. Drew Brees? Yeah, I I think he'll pass Drew Brees. He'll pass him this year. Drew Brees. He's at 80,000. Tom Brady's at like 79,000. He'll pass him. Uh, Tom Brady's going to pass him in a lot of statistics. And he, he yes. just continues to rack up statistics. He makes his point to be the greatest of all time. And he continues to do it even at age 44. When a lot of players' careers are – a lot of players are, are done at age 44. Like most of them are done, especially even quarterbacks. Like some may be backups or they'll be – not Tom Brady – He's still an MVP candidate. Anyways, anything to add before we close out this episode? Nah, we've had a, a fair few disagreements about our list, but overall we had very similar rankings when it came to quarterbacks. I was surprised about that. I was shocked. Yeah, this was – we had some agreements, a lot of disagree, especially with the top five. That's when things started to fall apart. Anyways, um, yeah, I've, I'm. This was these these were some great. Uh, this was a fun thing to do for these past few weeks, doing some player rankings. It was I had a fun time uh, ranking these players. Justin, you and I got to do some nice debates, and we kind yep. of learned about where we where we stand with each position, and where what we value. Um. But we're not done. We still have some player rankings. We have team rankings coming up next week when we have power rankings going into the 2021 season. And we have some award predictions for players and Super Bowl predictions. And we could also we'll also predict the conference championship. So we'll do we we still have a couple weeks, but we'll take you there up all the way up to preseason. We'll talk about some preseason. Then next thing you know, it's opening day. So mm. maybe still July, but I've got to say, the NFL season feels very close. But anyways, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you list, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify and Google Play. 
Also, be sure to follow our our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Over and out.